All right. Um, what do we got on today's agenda here? We got um, a worst combos episode. I am the trip keeper. You guys know that. Um, thought I'd do something interesting here. We got a uh, cocaine and Ambien. That's a combination right there. I mean, if you ever heard of one, right? I mean, that one's just like, what the fuck? Uh, it's called There Was Definitely a Pop. Um, definitely sounds like there might be a pop. I don't know what kind of pop is going to be in here, but it's going to be something. Um, they're 230 pounds, and they took the cocaine through IV. Oh, boy. Also, if you haven't checked out my Benadryl video, I just uploaded my main channel. Go check that one out. Um, but we're gonna get this one started because I need to do a worst combos episode. Uh, I'll just do, um, I usually just do the volumes at the end of the month. Um, I couldn't do it this month because, or November, because I only had one episode. So I need to have a couple in there before I put a compilation with that. So then in December, uh, there will be a, a worst combos volume four or five, whatever the fuck. All right, let's get started. There was definitely a pop, a distinct click, and then some apparent swelling. At least, I'm pretty sure of it. Vision's all distorted, but it's all good. Bill and Joe are sitting over there. They'll know what to do if something goes awry. I mean, hell, they're the ones that taught me how to do this junk in the first place. Dude, you good? Bill's chuckling, looking over me, over at me through bleary, we weaving eyes. I nod, unable to speak. My eyes roll back in my head for a moment, and through the buzz of supersonics raging through my head, I hear Joe chuckle in the labored, breathy laugh I know oh so well. It's a weirdly written story so far. I fall. Not far, but I know I've just lost control of my body functions for the next few minutes. I hit the carpet with a thud. Nothing to do right now except shake and orgasm. That's the only thing you can think of right now? That's the only thing you can do? I mean... If you want to orgasm right now, you can. But this time, this time is different. Something subtle isn't right. I feel it creeping through me. A spoon-warmed, heat-seeking missile about to hit my heart and disperse into millions of shards of ecstasy. It's like that every time, and it doesn't matter what anyone tells me. There's no way I can capture it in words. This time, though, this time, there's something extra along for the ride. Something evil. Something new. Bill laughs, a cigarette bouncing in his lips as he said something to Joe. I can't hear what it was, but they're both looking at me, giggling. Sound's not working right now. The, the ability to hear should have come back by now. I'm deaf, and I think I'm starting to go blind, but I can't formulate the words. I'm still orgasming, still exploding like fireworks throughout every inch of my body, still raging with fueled fires I have no way, I have no way of extinguishing, except by waiting for the fuels to burn strong, hard, and bright, and then out. My heart's doing something. I can feel it. Skipping. My skin is starting to crawl, but I'm still blinding. Somewhere in the distance, I can hear Joe and Bill talking. Is he okay? I start to sweat. I've been sweating all night. That part is normal. This new sweat is nothing like I've ever felt. My whole body is wringing itself clear of moisture. I know what's happening now. I feel another pop. I'm crystallizing inside. I could feel the crusty exterior of a hard candy shell about my person, and I realize I cannot move. I open my mouth and cry out, not in ecstasy, but in sheer fear of the, re of the reality that has hit me. I think I just OD'd. I am scared, but I've got to remain calm. I've got to keep my wits about me. Joe and Bill will take, 
Joe and Bill will take care of this. I know it. They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't leave me to die here in the corner of this shitty little one-bedroom apartment in Kansas City. They'll get me somewhere. I roll my eyes up at Bill, who is now standing over me. Fuck, he's blanking out. I catch as Bill grabs my eyeball and peers in. Well, just think about that, just grabbing your eyeball. When I was um, when I was little, when my grandma would take naps when I lived there when I was younger, um, I would open up her eyeballs while she was sleeping, and she'd still be snoring, but I would... <laughs> i just open up her eyelids and be like, Grandma, Grandma... <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. I can't hear Joe, but he's jumping around and moving about frantically. The coke will do that to him after a while. All he can do is shake and move, but he's not orgasming, so that's good. I said that, not the story. Joe's saying something, but I don't know. Bill's nodding agreeably, and all I could do is watch what's happening from a seat way in the back of the movie theater of my mind. I've lost control of my other body functions, and I'm just a guest in a dying shell. From the echoes of distance and time, I hear the word hospital, and I know I'll be alright. Bill rocks my head back, and I watch from my seat in the dark theater as he puts a pill in my mouth and rubs my throat until the involuntary action of swallow swallowing is induced. He reaches down and pulls a needle out of my arm, recaps it, and throws it away. I watch from the, I watch from the darkness as my body is hoisted over Bill's sh shoulder. Joe's in a craze, ranting and raving about something, and the words, can't go to jail, ring out into the theater. I sense bounding, which I can recognize as steps. I'm in the back seat of a car, and it's rattling down the highway. The lights of the city ripple past my vision. They are taking me to the hospital. I just have to hang on for a little longer. The city lights go dark, and my fears amplified by my confusion. My head rolls up on the door handle, and I can see stars through a clear city lampless night. Something else is starting to wave over me in billow rolls of grogginess. Something eerily peaceful. I think back to what we had that night. Joe scored the coke, and Bill brought the heroin. And my, my creeping fear was starting to gallop as I realized what Bill had given to me. I had brought the Ambien for sleep after the night's festivities. I wanted to cry out, but a squeak was all I could manage. Ambien was the most powerful pharmaceutical sleep aid on the market. In a few minutes, I wouldn't be awake and would be, and would be unable to awake for the next eight hours. It was a drug so powerful. Once it hit, I wouldn't care about anything but sleeping. See, for me, I try not to sleep on Ambien because you get some pretty cool fucking visuals, but I never want to do that shit again. The car stopped. The doors opened. I could feel pressure in my legs and arms. I was going cold. I could feel the heat leaving me through the steam of my chest in the cold of the winter night. Joe and Bill stood over me, talking. There was something digging into the back of me. They had placed me on a concrete bench of some sort and were looking over me, talking and, rub talking and rubbing their hands together in the cold. Hospital? I said. Through the theater I heard, Yeah, Mike, yeah. I felt the wave of sleep coming over me. I couldn't, I couldn't hold my eyes open any longer. I slipped slowly away. Well, I, I prefer I slowly slipped away, but that's just me. There was, a, there was a sensation of falling a great distance. An explosion of cold, an explosion of cold forced my eyes open one last time. Cold water was everywhere, pulling me, turning my hard candy shell, cracking it in pieces. At this point, I really didn't care. I was just so tired. I closed my eyes and let the darkness take over.
Um, I was hoping for an, like a solid ending to that story. Um, I don't know what happened there, but that's okay. I mean, that was a pretty good story. Um, yeah, Ambien is a fucked up drug. I mean, Maron, it it is just. It, it, I do would have to agree that it's probably one of the most powerful pharmaceuticals out there. Um, if you get that shit prescribed to you, you I don't know what the hell. I, you you got you got to have some sort of serious insomnia. I don't know. Maybe there's some um, there's some doctors out there who'll give you it for just a, a light insomnia. Maybe I don't know. Um, but that shit can be very dangerous mixed with a lot of stuff like especially alcohol. I mean, anything mixed with alcohol is bad, but Ambien mixing with alcohol, I can't even just, I can't imagine that right now. That just sounds horrible. Um, but Ambien and cocaine, I mean, you already did cocaine, you're already ODing on it, and then you do Ambien, like, I don't know, you think, I mean, he was able to write the story, so he survived. Um, he fell asleep, which was good. I don't even know if they went to the hospital. Um, because he said, he asked if we go to the hospital, and they said, yeah, Mike, yeah. But I don't even know if they got in there. He just was on a park bench, or not a park bench, but just a random bench, and um, I don't know what happened. Uh, that is, uh, this is something, man. This is something. Uh, I'm fucking tired, honestly, man. I don't know what I'm trying to do here. Um, I thought the story was longer than this, but um, hey, we got extended a little bit. Uh, I had a good day today, you know, um, made a video, did some other shit, you know, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> wink, wink, you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, um, I got some Evian water right here, that's what you heard in the cold open, I'm not a fan of spring water, but it was the only water that was refrigerated, so I grabbed it, um, it's one of those tall ones, um, it's almost as big as my cock, but just kidding. It's like not even half the size. This is a huge ass bottle. This is like one of those um, 1.5 liter bottles. You know, those skinny tall ones. Um, this is more like a black cock size. You know, black people have like the best genetics. Black women, my God, you you women are thick as hell. Uh, you <laughs> um, I don't know what happened, man. That, that shit. I used to be so interested in white women, but I don't know, like two two or three years ago, I don't know what the fuck happened. It's like when you got taste buds um, and they changed, like, you know, I didn't like onions when I was a kid. I didn't eat not, nothing, but now I eat a lot, like almost damn near everything you give me. Um, that's how it is with black women. I didn't even, I never found black women attractive when I was younger, um, but now I mean, I think they look like fucking the most beautiful people on the planet. So, um, you guys got lucky with your genetics. Um, don't even get me fucking started on SZA. Maron. She is the most beautiful woman on the planet. Her voice, I cannot wait till her fucking album comes out. I'm like sitting here waiting for it. I'm assuming it's gonna come out sometime in December this month, hopefully. Um, I don't know when the SOS album came out. That was like January of 2022 or some shit. I don't know, but that verse she had on the Drake album, the Rich Baby Daddy, that whole album can go to shit, but that one verse she had, not the other song, that that was a horrible song, it wasn't even her fault, but um, Rich Baby Daddy, though, like, 
her part was just amazing. I mean, I can listen to that verse over and over and over again. It, it's amazing. Go listen to it if you haven't. Got a, such an angelic voice, a nice, beautiful body inside and out. It is just impeccable what she is, who she is, man. She's just, she's just so seductive just listening to her sing and talk and just... Uh, I don't know. I've never been so so enthralled with just a person, a musician, a modern musician that is like back in the day with rock stars and stuff. I mean, it's not it, it's not too hard to get get lost in the sight of these fucking tight jeans and open shirts and long hair, but now it's like you got to fucking take your clothes off, you got to twerk all the time. You got to be basically naked. All right, I went on too long. Bye. Hello and welcome to the second channel for Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, The Trip Keeper. And on today's episode, we are going to be doing a Thanksgiving-themed episode. Not going to be about turkeys. Not going to be about eating fucking shitloads of food. Um, but it's going to be about tryptophan, since we know that turkey is very high in tryptophan. You know, 5-HTP, whatever you want to call it. Um, chicken is also high in it. Um, you know, I'm waiting for my mom to get here. I don't know if anyone else is going to come here, but... Hey, I bought a rotisserie chicken last night at Heinen's. Just gonna stick that right in the oven. Hey, cooks in five minutes. I'm not gonna spend my whole fucking morning working on a damn turkey or chicken and check on it every damn five seconds, you know. I just put it in, take it out, you know. Side dishes are honestly way better anyway, so. But you need some sort of meat in that. Um, they had duck at the store. I was like, should I try this? Uh, but I didn't, because uh, I didn't feel like making it, but you know maybe i will eventually at some point but yeah since there's a lot of tryptophan in it um we are going to be doing this worst combos episode um and i hope you all are having a wonderful thanksgiving so far um if you guys celebrate it but yeah um now this person took a lot um got zoloft cannabis tryptophan vitamin c vitamin b6 acetaminophen uh chlorophenramine maleate is that that cpm right uh, DXM, pseudoephedrine, and Yohimbe. So this is a lot of combos right here. Um, but yeah, um, it's called serotonin syndrome, question mark. Not as fun as it sounds. I didn't think it sounded fun to begin with. So yeah, we'll see. Um, but they just listed it as tryptophan, DXM, and Yohimbe. So that's what we'll name it in the title. But hey, let's get this shit started. I've been on 50 milligrams of Zoloft daily for four months. I'd had a cold for the past couple days and had been taking Robitussin flu with prescribed limits, within prescribed limits to control symptoms. I knew that there was probably some mild interaction with the DXM and the Robitussin and the SSRI, and it had been giving me mild jitteriness with a feeling similar to the come up on MDMA, but it would always pass pretty quickly. So one day, out of sheer boredom and stupidity, being a relatively experienced and usually responsible psychonaut, I decided to experiment with intentionally induced serotonin syndrome. The theory being that if I could trigger an overload of serotonin without pushing it too hard, it would provide an experience similar to MDMA. Don't do this. Please don't do this. And Ozzy's running around. He's excited. He's gonna eat some chicken today. 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Orally ingested 200 milligrams golden seal. Ate bagel. Orally ingested 50 milligrams Zoloft. Smoked approximately 3 grams of high-quality cannabis and water bong. Orally ingested 100 milligrams of 5-HTP with 200 milligrams of vitamin C and 25 milligrams of vitamin B6. 
orally ingested 650 milligrams acetaminophen, 4 milligrams of CPM, okay, that was right, 20 milligrams of DXM, 60 milligrams of pseudoephedrine, orally ingested 270 milligrams of Yohimbe with a 420 milligrams of butcher's broom. Really did not need to read that, but whatever, it's in here. 11.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. Downloaded Family Guy episodes, then got bored and started downloading porn. All right, who the hell downloads porn? Mildly baked, noticeable heart flutters and tingly scalp. Uh, when was this uploaded? Oh, 2003, okay, it makes more sense. I was gonna say, just put it on your phone. Um, noticeable jitteriness, racing heart, increased urination, altered audio perception, and extreme arousal. During masturbation, and never actually experienced a singular, singular orgasm, but was dripping ejaculate continuously for at least five minutes. This is such a great Thanksgiving episode. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Not unlike coming up on an MDMA experience, however, had the feeling of hovering on the edge without quite breaking through. No inclination whatsoever to eat or drink. Starting to feel increased tension in lower back slash PC muscles. You know, let me text my mom really quick to buy some beer. Excuse me. <laughs> that made me think of beer. So I'm going to see. Well, she might not even be able to buy some. Um, can you bring some beer? Like Miller High Life or something. Something along those lines. All right. I think convenience store gas stations are open today, so I'm sure those fucking clerks don't want anyone going in there like, what are you doing in here? Go with your family. I feel the same way, bro. I used to work Thanksgiving's a lot, all the holidays, so I understand their pain, but hey, we need to drink some beers. Um, Alright. Where did I end up here? Alright, I said... Okay, did I read that PC muscles? I think I did. All right, 1.30 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Decided to push it, hoping for a breakthrough. Orally ingested 100 milligrams of 5-HTP with 200 milligrams of vitamin C and 25 milligrams of vitamin B6. Orally ingested 650 milligrams of acetaminophen, 4 milligrams of CPM, 20 milligrams of DXM, and 60 milligrams of pseudoephedrine. Orally ingested 270 milligrams of Yohimbe uh, with 420 milligrams of butcher's broom. So... You did more. I don't know why you're doing, like, the weirdest thing in this is acetaminophen. Um, I, wait, let me make sure. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. I, I always, like, when I go on the fly, I, I, you know, it's hard to get it, but, um, oh, okay. Acetaminophen. Acetaminophen. I was saying acetaminophen. Whatever. Acetaminophen. Acetaminophen. Alright, it's acetaminophen. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, that's... Why would you be taking acetaminophen? Especially that much. Like, what's the point of even adding that? Uh, that doesn't... Okay, maybe because the CPM that was with the DXM and shit. Maybe that's why. But, still, like, you, that's... You know how bad that is for your liver? I had to pee every couple of minutes. Extremely rapid, shallow heartbeat. 
distinct altered audio perception, as well as time dilation. Extremely jittery, jittery muscles in arms and legs to the point where walking or smoking was difficult. Tingles in lower back, sore butt and thighs. Stomach felt like cramps, similar to, similar to extreme caffeine consumption. Rock hard, enormous erection. Glad you added that in there. This is an interesting report. Um, at approximately 3 p.m., I got up to go to the bathroom again. While walking there, I noticed a burning sensation between my legs, and it felt as if my prostate had swelled up so much my thighs were brushing on it as I walked. The stomach cramps had become the dominating factor, as, and I sat on the toilet to try and pass gas or anything else that came out. Nothing happened, except the cramps got worse. I stood up to walk out of the bathroom, and all of a sudden, it hit me like a wall. I have never had nausea come up so quickly on me in my entire life. All right, I just had to make sure I was recording. I don't want to like be and just read this and then not be recording. As I uh, oh whoops, one second I felt relatively okay. The next second was immediate heavy heavy vomiting. Usually vomiting clears things up if I've been drinking too much, but I knew this would be different. As I stood up to wipe off my mouth, I felt as if I had been doused with rubbing alcohol, simultaneously freezing and burning up, working its way up my legs and along the back of my head. My heartbeat felt so rapid and shallow, and I felt completely detached from my legs. At this point, I experienced an, an incredibly rapid onset of extreme perspiration. Within moments, I was literally drenched and dripping with sweat. I couldn't figure out if I was freezing or burning up, and I couldn't unclench my jaw despite the flip-flops my stomach was doing. Well, you know, I can't say I feel bad for you when you take all that, all those drugs at once. Like, that is just a, one of the dumbest things you could do. I, I was as mentally cognizant, cognizant of my physical reaction as if I had taken MDMA, except this time I was unfortunately cognizant of a terribly unpleasant physical reaction. My senses were definitely heightened, and it sucked since I felt like my body had gone completely haywire and I was aware of every little thing gone wrong. For once, I took to praying. We all been there when we've been too high, we're like, God, I won't do this ever again. I knew that there was pretty much no way out of this one. Throwing up didn't really help any, and my options were to either pray, call 911, or collapse and die. I had read enough about serotonin syndrome and read enough warnings about mixing SSRIs, MAOIs, and other drugs, and the stupidity of the whole situation kicked in. It took long enough, and I, pledged, and I pledged to God that I'd never do something this stupid again, which you probably did, but hey. All I kept thinking about was that kid and die kid in town who died in an MDMA-related overdose a couple years ago and how they found him before, they di before he died, naked, drenched in sweat, convulsing, heart racing. And that's, how I and that's how I was right there, naked, drenched in sweat, convulsing, heart racing. Except you weren't on MDMA, so it wasn't as cool. I added that in there, he didn't write that down. All my psychedelic experience with LSD, 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 MDMA, KAMT, shrooms couldn't have prepared me for this. None of my coping mechanisms could overcome this dis the distress messages my body was sending me, and I knew that I could very well die. Yeah, you very well could. All I could do was pray and listen for that little voice that was telling me that this would all pass soon, one way or another. I knew I was in extreme hyperthermia and dehydration, and was desperately trying to convince myself that, despite the feeling of freezing, that I should probably, that I should be trying to bring my core temperature down. 
Basically, the next two hours or so were hell, with my teeth firmly clenched and the fear permeating every thought. Every few minutes, every few minutes, waves of nausea would hit me, and I'd start dry heaving. Then I'd break out in burning and freezing sweat and muscular convulsions. Then it would feel like my heart stopped beating. Then I'd realize I'd stop breathing. I'd start breathing again, and the cycle would start all over again. Okay, I got another pet peeve about when people write in sentences, when they use the same word twice in a sentence, like breathing again, start all over again. So when that happens, a little, um, a little uh, look into how I read my stories on here. If I see that in a story, I change the word, you know. You like to get it all in there, but there's times where I got to change it because you can't, you know, breathing again, cycle would start all over again. It's just like, you know, it, you got to use a different word. Um, um, so, yeah. I'm not going to go over that again, but again, again, again. I'll we'll just continue here. I'm just letting you guys know that's what happens. All the while, I was keenly aware of every horrible sensation. And all the while, he did it again. <laughs> he did it again. It, two straight sentences. He used the two fucking same words. Well, that was multiple words, but still. And all the while, I felt a burning need to pee, but couldn't. So, yeah, if you ever upload a trip report, don't do that. Over the next couple of hours, gradually the nausea let up first, then the extreme hot cold flashes tapered off, and it took several hours, near 9pm, for normal urination and for the convulsions of my legs and arms and neck to stop, giving way to blessed relaxation and extreme soreness. Does anybody like extreme soreness, like after a big workout, or like if you haven't ran in a while, like, dude, I kinda like the feeling of soreness, cause you just lay in your bed and you're just like, oh. You just start stretching. It's nice. T plus 24 hours or so, I'm still extremely sore and feel like I did some real damage to my cognitive skills, such as facial recognition and language skills. Okay, what you could have said, real damage to my cognitive ability, you could have said that, not cognitive skills. So it makes sense why you wrote it this way, uh, such as facial recognition and language skills. You could have wrote it that way, but you know, this is from 2003 and you did over 1300 milligrams of acetaminophen so <laughs> cpm you don't want to do that shit don't don't do that pseudoephedrine mm -mm. and yeah i'm sure the pseudoephedrine from 2003 was a lot different than what it is now so yeah this is uh i don't recommend this Overall, it was a hard lesson learned. Literally, he had an erection the whole time. And as many of these close calls go, I feel like I got a second chance of life. Second chance at life. Hey, you gotta take it day by day. More than any of my prior bad slash difficult trips, this wasn't so much a fear of being stuck or having generalized fear. I was keenly aware, and I still am aware, that I truly physically was very near death. And yes, as I said many times here, first and foremost, respect life and its many enhancements enhance that penis you know hence the big old penises um so yeah what went wrong here we know the acetaminophen the cpm the pseudoephedrine the dxm that's a no-go but i'm sure everything else they could have taken would have been fine together um maybe not the zoloft with the uh, 5-HTP, you're not supposed to mix that shit together, um, but he was clearly trying to get serotonin syndrome himself, so this guy wasn't the brightest, uh, not the brightest guy, um, but yeah, that's, that's how it goes, this is, um, this could happen to you on Thanksgiving if you eat turkey and then you mix the rest of these substances together, so I'm just warning you guys now, so don't be doing that, I, I seriously don't understand, like, 
if because he separated the acetaminophen uh from the other drugs that he took so i'm not sure if he if they were already in it but i'm guessing they were but if they weren't that makes him even more dumb like why would you be taking that like that's that's crazy that that is just so much um you know, you only want to, you don't want to do that much. That's why I don't, when I have pain, I don't take that stuff. I take other things like, um, um, fucking aspirin or whatever, but I don't, I try to stay away from that shit because that could be very damaging to your liver, um, especially in high amounts. And, uh, yeah, um, that's why, you know, when you, when people do DXM, you got to look for the shit that's straight DXM and not with the, uh, guafenicin, guaf however you pronounce i'm not gonna go back and look how to pronounce that but and the and the acetaminophen um yeah just be careful if you guys are doing that just look for straight dxm if you guys want to do dxm just go on amazon and buy the robo tablets they're literally the highest dose you can buy online it's a popular item a lot of dextro doomers do that shit um and it's just straight dxm so you don't have to gotta worry about that um surprisingly dxm is the safest out of all those um but yeah because I know if you guys will be doing that, you know, at least I got to tell you how to do it properly. Um, but don't do a lot. You know, it's not, you know, some people really enjoy DXM trips. For me, I used to really enjoy them when I was younger. But now, I don't know, there's something something changed where I can't enjoy it. And I just feel like crap. But, um, yeah. So, um, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you guys are listening to this while you're, you know, while your family's there, that's pretty cool. Say, tell them I said hi to the pops, the mom, the sister, your brother, your hot stepsister, you know, what's up? <laughs> your cousins, whoever's there. If you're alone, hey, that's cool too. I, I want to be alone too, but, um, you know, I'm just going to be with my mom here, maybe my cousin, but, um, you know, I'm not the big biggest guy and hanging out with my family anymore you know i just like uh you know just like to be private and alone you know my mom is pretty cool so yeah i just like to spend it with her now but if you are alone you know hey i've been there brother it's okay you just don't don't care what people think about what you're doing on thanksgiving and shit just 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 eat your food at least and uh yeah but um hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and probably uh, you're going to have to run after you eat because you're going to gain like 20 pounds. <laughs>